Hi, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the podcast where I give comedians assignments of things that are supposed to make you happier, and then I interview them about it, and we find out how it went. Uh, today's guest is Sam Sferaza, a Toronto-based comedian uh, who is just the loveliest. His assignment was about connection with others and asking for help, uh, which is something that I struggle with a bit. Uh, so we had a pretty good chat about this, among other things. And we also ramble about the Enneagram for quite a long time. So enjoy that. <laughs> um, if you want to go check out Sam, you can check out his show, Working Women. Uh, the next one is November 5th at the Gladstone. Uh, so if you're in Toronto, please go check that out. And and if you're not in Toronto, don't worry. You've got options here. You can just follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Sam is laughing. So you're all set. Uh, and if you want to support the live show, Love is Everywhere, um, it happens at Comedy Bar the third Sunday of every month. So you can find tickets for that on ComedyBar.ca. And in the meantime, please enjoy this conversation with Sam Sferaza. Sam Sparazza. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. We good. start with an, an honest how are you, so I should answer that honestly. Oh, that's so funny because sometimes during my shows I started doing this thing where I'm like, when I bring people up, I'm like, okay, it's time for my super special segment, how are you? Right? <laughs> and people are like, I'm good. I'm like, that's the end of the segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, honest, how are you? I'm a little hot in this sweater. Um... <laughs> but I genuinely feel okay. Uh, Sundays are weird. They're oh, I always feel like sad on Sundays because I'm like, oh, the impending doom of the coming week. But yeah. um, I kept all my serotonin, I think, from Good. last night because sometimes I'll like party or do something fun, and then Sunday comes and I'm like, you fucking little bitch, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> can we swear on this podcast? Of course you can. Okay. Literally, <laughs> maybe every guest that we've ever had has asked that. And I can't tell if it's just my general vibe that people feel that they shouldn't swear in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually on Sundays, I don't know. I have, I'm like, look at your small little life, you little <laughs> bitch. But I feel good this Sunday. Well, you and I both had a very fun night last night. We did. I met you on the dance floor at Comedy Bar. Mm -hmm. We went for a Halloween party. Mm -hmm. It was a blast. Mm -hmm. Your costume was amazing. Thank you. It was courtesy of Azos. <laughs> Azos.com. <laughs> so if you don't know Azos, it's a UK clothing retailer. They sell everything. Um, Clearly. You were Britney Spears. It was targeted to me on Facebook. It was a wet look red t-shirt and red tights um and i bought it because i was like i'm gonna wear this again outside of a costume yeah you would yeah yeah so i could see you like wearing that if i had to just run into you and you were just wearing that exact outfit i wouldn't have questioned it i know <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about me i don't know <laughs> doing the you most flair for the dramatics i do i do it's not a bad thing i was thinking of that on the bus here i was like you know people buy all these like plain clothes to kind of like they think because they're like I don't want to say anything about me like clothes don't mean mm -hmm. anything but I'm like but that's a statement yeah so might as well make a statement that's true you know what I mean yeah unless you're like a farmer and you like need to stay warm with a flannel or something then it's kind of like okay that's <laughs> fine you can just wear whatever is comfortable yeah. farmers you get a pass yeah <laughs> if you're listening to this Sam Sparrow is not going to judge your your <laughs> land fashion choices as no, long as they're, they're feeding feed farmers feed cities you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the assignment that I gave you for the week mm -hmm. was that you had to ask a friend for help with something. Yes, and this was in the category of making connections. In yes, terms connections, of connection with others. Mm -hmm. Yes, so um, I kind of left it till the end, but I did... What happened was I was like, oh, I did already kind of do it, but then I felt like that was cheating, and I was like, I have to intentionally do mm -hmm. it for the assignment. So I have like kind of two, two instances where I did it. Okay, um, great. So what was the one that was unintentional? Yeah. So I've been meaning to get new uh, headshots for a while, and my partner does photography. But as you, as people will probably know, like when you when your partner says like he'll do something for you it like takes longer uh -huh. <laughs> so he did we did like one photo shoot when he was like doing this other photo project and i was like in this weird sleepy mood where i couldn't open my eyes correctly and it's all squinty and weird and now my hair is like 
that's like three hairstyles ago because I had changed mm-hmm. my hair all the time and I was like, I can't use this anymore. So I asked uh, comedian Olivia Statler mm-hmm. to do my headshots because she just has people over and like puts them on this like blank wall. Like it's very casual. And they were gorgeous. And I then I saw some of those shots actually. I, they were really nice. Yeah. And I just felt comfortable with her and it took like 10, 20 minutes. And it was it was great, and I used them to submit for this um, web series that I saw online um, that my friend is shooting, and I submitted it to the casting person, and they wanted me to read for the part. That's great. And then, so this is like why it's kind of a nice two parter. So then I needed someone to help me do the sides. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? I have no. I've auditioned <laughs> one time for one thing, left a crater in that casting place. Oh my god, it was so bad. But um. No, so you nailed the terminology there. For thank you. listeners who don't do acting stuff, sides are like little pieces of a script that they'll send you uh, for something that you're auditioning for. They don't send you like the entire script of whatever. Like if you were auditioning for a television show, they're not going to send you the whole script for that episode of the television show. They're just going to send you like two pages. Yeah, that would also be a perfect way to just spoil everything. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so my character was Trevor. Who is, who is, get this, an ex-ballet dancer who's a stripper now. Ooh. <laughs> and the, um, I can see you for that. Oh, absolutely. I sent in the headshot. They were like, yeah, send in a tape yep. <laughs> <laughs> with that haircut. And um, so Aiden O'Loughlin, another mm-hmm. comedian, did my sides and helped me tape it. So nice. I, it's, and then I sent it in yesterday, real lickety-split. So it was a nice uh, two-parter, kind Good. of, for like the same kind of project yeah so uh, with asking other people for help are you generally good at that or not that's a good question um for my job i'm a producer i have to get lots of people's help usually producing is mostly just asking people to do things they're good at and then coordinating that mm-hmm. so i'm not afraid to and even what if about I- from a personal capacity though so yeah, probably a, not <laughs> yeah so in a professional context you're very comfortable in practice with asking for help because it's mandated by the nature of your job that's a yeah and that's a great point because i was kind of like oh i don't know if i picked the right assignment because i probably would have asked for help anyway for these things even if tracy didn't ask me but that's because like it is a job yeah and it, I, I made note in my head of the fact that both of the times unintentional and intentional that you chose <laughs> to ask for help were both related to your profession yeah yeah and it's also <laughs> and it's also kind of like low-key braggy because it's like oh i have this like audition that i was asked to do can you help me thank you and then, like can you make me look beautiful in your photos wow i look gorgeous and they're like you're really good at like taking photos i'm like thanks so much and i'm like asking help for people actually really great <laughs> it's like a low-key brag the entire time what about like emotional things in your personal life are you good at asking for help in like uh, an emotional support kind of capacity no, I don't even know what that would be. So that's probably a good indicator. Yes, I think that, that answer communicates pretty clearly that I'm maybe like, that I'm is like, not. What something. does that mean? Uh, um, I do a great job of like not actually something I've noticed the last couple of years with like therapy and stuff is like I'm not very good at checking in and seeing what I actually feel like. I just kind of get sad or mad and then I go into like a daydreamy. Mm-hmm. place and I guess that's disassociating but it doesn't feel like full out of body it just feels like I'm choosing not to care about whatever is happening mm-hmm. and then I have to like backtrack and like figure out how I feel and then like communicate that to the person or whatever so um, do I seek help mm-hmm. yeah I don't even know right? last time I did that <laughs> I mean Recently, it was just Thanksgiving, and I had to, my dad wanted to plan, like, this big Thanksgiving kind of um, bash at this, like, oh, God, this is going to sound awful, but he belongs to this, like, hunt club in Caledon and then wanted us to all go to Thanksgiving there. Um, which is just as pretentious as it sounds. And it was, and it was like fine. It's like very beautiful there, but it was like, I talked about it a lot in therapy because it was weird because it was like all these like taxidermied animals everywhere. And like, I'm vegan. I had to like request a vegan meal. And then mm-hmm. everyone there was like conservative and talking about the election and being like, we don't want to pay taxes to a government when we don't really trust how they're spending it. So we'll just give to charity. I'm like, that's 
a bad idea across the board. Uh, and I'm like arguing with people. And then I found out that like women aren't allowed to join the club. So I was like, I'm never shutting up about that. This whole deal. And everyone's like, let's just have a nice time. I'm like, or make everyone kind of comfortable for political reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I like kind of communicated that to my dad and like let him know. But then at the same time, I was like, if you want to do it there next year, that's also fine. So, mm-hmm. in, so in conclusion, like, um, yeah, not really good at like feeling something and then kind of like asking for change from yeah. someone else. I'm like, it's fine. What I feel is like kind of like, you know, I've it's hard for me to um to I don't know, make that the forefront. I'm always willing to kind of be like, I'll manage. <laughs> you know, See, what I mean? yeah, that's the thing. I'll manage. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's what I think about all the time with asking for help. Cause uh I have historically not been very good at asking for help but it's more that i'm just like i won't ask for help until it's an emergency and what what do you what is like an example of like asking for help that you've done in an emotional sense or just like when you're in a bad place and you're like i need help well like feeling i think the the problem is that the examples that i can think of of times i've asked for help is like i should have asked for somebody's help way sooner oh wow in an emotional capacity Mm -hmm. but i have a tendency to be like uh, if I am physically capable of dealing with something on my own, then I'm going to. And then I'm not going to let anybody else help me or ask for help until it gets to the point where I truly cannot manage it on my own. And then that's when I'm forced to ask for help because I need somebody else to help me. Whereas I should ask for help sooner. Like, I don't know, the heavy example. Okay. <laughs> The heavy, like, when something's too heavy? I have a heavy example. Okay, go. uh, I was in a relationship um, with someone who was an alcoholic, and things got really bad in the relationship. Mm -hmm. As, like, it you know, usually when you're in a relationship with an alcoholic, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it doesn't, like, end like a fairy tale. What a crazy turn that took. (laughs) (laughs) What an unexpected turn (laughs) of events. Um, But I should have been... Uh, talking to my friends about what was going on in the relationship and I didn't mm-hmm. and it, it was kind of to the point that it was like no nobody knew what was happening nobody mm-hmm. had any idea what was going on in this relationship even my closest friends mm-hmm. because I just was unwilling to ask for help because I was like I'll manage it's so hard when you're in a situation like that though because you're not even totally sure of what's going on it's yeah. like I mean, not to equate the experiences, that's way more intense, but it's kind of what I was saying with like, I don't even really know how I'm feeling sometimes. So Mm -hmm. how can I ask for help when I don't even know how I'm feeling? You know? But you know what? And okay, we could talk a lot about that. I don't know how I'm feeling thing as well. We've talked a little bit about how we are the same. (laughs) We are the same (laughs) type on the Enneagram. (laughs) Do we talk about Enneagrams on this pod? They have been mentioned. They have been mentioned. Yeah, I think only on the first episode uh, did I talk about... The Enneagram. I may have also in the Leonard Chan one a little bit. If you guys don't know Enneagrams, it's basically nine personality types. Yeah. And it is derived from, oh boy, it has a whole, have you researched the past of it? Yeah, it is like roots in like really ancient stuff. It's like a- Ancient, yeah. yeah. But it's kind of resurfaced as like as complex or as simple as you'd like it to be. So Mm -hmm. it's like how to get along with your coworkers who are like a type two, or Mm -hmm. it could be like, you know- you're like seeing numbers and everything, golden ratio kind of mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You can you can dip your toe and yeah. get something out of it, or you can like go really deep <laughs> yeah. into it and fully submerge yourself. So me in and the Tracy pool. are both threes. Yes, we are both threes. So all of the types are like they're just numbered. Um, there will there are like names and stuff that sort of go along mm-hmm. with them, but it's supposed to be like um, a way of not placing any like value judgment on. The different kinds of types. Yeah, the cool thing about them is that each personality has like a vice and a virtue and they're kind of like the same thing in a way. Yeah, whatever your gift is, is also the thing that's holding you back. God, amen. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So threes are like always in action because we get validation by like doing things. Mm -hmm. Just think of the kid who's like, mom, I'm doing a dive on the diving board. Like you have to look. Yeah, actually, that's that's like literally like the other kids fall for it. And the mom's like, sure. And turns away and they like go off. And the three kid is like, oh no, I am. I need the whites of your eyes. Yeah. 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 Watch me dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. I feel like we, 
So the thing about uh, about threes and mm. not being able yes. to figure out what we're feeling is threes are um, they're heart types, right? And so they're very um, heart based, um, emotionally connected. Uh, but the thing is, like threes are very overwhelmed by emotion. But mostly they're in touch with other people's emotions. We're constantly like scanning the emotional state of the people around us because we uh, chameleon to our environment. Mm -hmm. So we need to know how the person in front of us is feeling so that we know who they need us to be. Yeah, and so if then, that sounds like a sociopath, <laughs> you dig, but, dig, dig. but also like uh, I, I've done some thinking about this is like uh, that that can go in a couple of different ways, right? It depends on like what kind of person you are and uh, what sort of like a level of health you're in, mm -hmm. you know, like emotional health, because uh, that can be a way of just like wanting to help and be like there for everyone around you, mm -hmm. which is. Or like if you were a narcissist could be a thing where you use that to manipulate people around you. Yeah. A three is a narcissist. That's really, that's really too bad. I know, I know a three is a narcissist <laughs> and boy, what an effective narcissist they are. So, yeah. So manipulative, but thankfully I don't actually care too much to manipulate people but and mm. sometimes, but yeah, I, uh, and like threes in that they're like emotional, but you almost don't really know it because they're kind of like speeding through the physical mm -hmm. realm of things so quickly and trying to check things off. But that's their way of trying to actually like manifest the emotions into like something they can like hold on to. It's yes. just like tasks and like checklists. And like because they, I guess, are influenced by their environment, they're constantly like trying to change it and like do mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, we want to be like in control of the environment. We're like... I make life work for me. Yeah. Right? Um, but because we're so wrapped up in what everybody else is feeling all of the time and everybody else's emotions, we have a lot of trouble figuring out what it is that we genuinely feel and, uh, like, what our heart is saying because we're just listening to what everybody else's heart is saying. Yeah, sometimes I get really, like, bratty and frustrated, honestly, because people will be like, well, why are you acting like this? Or, like, what what are you feeling? And I'm kind of like... I'm bored. I don't want to talk about this. This is like, I don't know. What's the big deal? Like, do you, like honestly, how I feel? Because I'm like, mm. I want to move on to the next thing. You know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah, I have this real, like, uh, I don't know, a robot experiencing human emotions for the first time kind of reaction to my own emotions where yeah. I'm like, I am identifying that I'm having an emotion. <laughs> and I'm like, what emotion am I having? For me, I'm and I have more, to kind I feel, of sit yes. in it and figure it out. Yes, for me, I'm more like, an ice queen and I'm like what mortal little <laughs> what a petty thing yeah, to feel I, an emotion and then I'm like no that's actually not me at all <laughs> yeah but I wonder about this with you like so for me what I find is if I'm feeling an intense emotion if I'm having like an extreme emotional experience uh, my reaction is to do to do something I don't like sit and feel the emotion. I'm like, okay, what do I do about that emotion? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how do I fix it? Yeah. I I don't. God, yeah. It's true. Like, I find it hard to. I I completely understand this, but I find it hard to relate to people who get depressed and then they're like, I couldn't even get out of bed. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, the amount of trauma I would have to endure to like actually not get out of bed, like that would be a lot. Because mm -hmm. I am always, yeah, moving to kind of like evade. And I the have feeling. gotten there before, though. Yeah, but it did take like quite a lot being piled on to me. Yeah, to make me I collapse. Can imagine. Um, that's a great point to take away from this. Like, if you have a friend who's like always doing stuff and like suddenly stops, like that's serious for yes. them, right? Yeah. yeah, and if it like if you have a, a friend who seems to have it pretty together, and that and mm -hmm. that like even so uh, something to note about friends who seem to have it pretty together is that you're probably not gonna know when they're not doing well. Yeah, right. They're not gonna show that to you. And if I'm they're, not. I'm if not always somebody good at like. Themselves. Yeah, I'm not always good at reading between those lines. To be honest, uh, I'm kind of learning this about myself. I. I'm definitely, as much as I'd want to be, I'm not one of those people that's like, sees past the like facade people put on. Like, I'm very like, oh, they, I think that everything you just seems are fine. Like, I believe yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I think I'm not, 
I, I don't think I fall for people's um, really? veneers very very much. Think- I'm more like it, it kind of disturbs me sometimes how sometimes accurately I can see past that stuff. God, and yeah, it, I need it, you around. I feel like it's it's exhausting. Like every person that I meet, I'm like I'm like I know too much about you. <laughs> there is sometimes that when people are so performatively not genuine. <laughs> like you're like, can you just stop for one second? But um I don't know. There's been like a lot of recent events that have taught me that. Um, I'm nodding vigorously. I yeah, don't know if the me, listeners can hear it. Yeah, that have taught me that um, I need to be a little more critical uh, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, accept nuance. I don't even know. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I think it's just about also not not taking anything at face value. Yeah. It just gets too much for me sometimes because I find other people who are like more tapped into that will be like, they seemed like this, they seemed like that. And it feels gossipy to be like, to kind of discuss it or like pick apart what people say or like what the, how they're like, mm-hmm. I just like kind of taking things as they are. Cause I'm like, we'll never know mm-hmm. the truth. And like, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? But yeah. that can lead to being like really naive and certain. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, Relearning how to like um, deal with all of that, deal with people and all their complications. I yeah, guess. I feel like for me, and that this is gonna sound really like I don't know, wishy washy, and like, like out there. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I pick up on people's energy very quickly. That's that so cool. <laughs> the, like meeting someone for the first time, I like I pick I. Yeah, I pick up on an energy and then I have a lot of information about them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, um, it's not like I assume that all of the information that I'm intuitively learning about this person is correct, right? I just sort of have it in the back of my mind of like, these are my first impressions based on the energy that I picked up. And then more often than not, it is confirmed um, through getting to know a person farther. That is cool. And I think you should lean into that. I remember during the new year, one of my resolutions was just to like trust my intuition more. Cause I just was kind of like looking back on like other decisions and at work and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, man, like I always had these first thoughts where I thought this was a bad idea or whatever. And then it took like months. And then I realized like, Oh, it, I was right. And yeah. so I wanted to do, more of that. So it sounds like you have a good intuition already. I I do. I don't always listen to it. I've been trying to listen to my gut yeah. more, mm-hmm. uh, and like trust myself more, mm-hmm. and that the way that I feel about something in my gut mm-hmm. is usually correct based on past events. Mm-hmm. So why not listen to it going forward? Yeah, and it comes with a bit of age, right? You. Mm-hmm. And then you're finally like, no, I've seen enough to kind of <laughs> understand yes. all these different and, uh, situations. For sure, at the very least, I've been able to realize that when my gut tells me something's off, something is off. Mm. And mm. Uh, it's never wrong about that. That sounds cool. And I wish I could say the same about myself. <laughs> just keep just me like, around and I'll just know. be like, nope. <laughs> 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 yeah, gosh. <laughs> when you were saying intense emotions, it's actually funny. This past month, I've been angry a lot, which mm-hmm. is kind of new for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a new thing for That's me. That's exciting. It is. I think it is because... We've think, talked a lot on this podcast about how difficult anger is. So I'm really interested in this. I'm kind of don't find it difficult. And I'm like, I kind of liked it and am liking it. That's great. Um, I think it's a bit of a development from just like, being sad or blasé about something it's mm-hmm. like now i'm moving more into like the action realm of course mm-hmm. <laughs> but it it is it's a lesson too it's like everyone makes that joke like when you make a breakthrough in therapy it's just like another what's door. your therapist first name neil 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 yeah. hicks yeah I, did you hear my joke about i have heard your name neil i hicks couldn't, is his real I couldn't, name. I refuse I couldn't to, remember what his name censor myself for my art it's neil hicks <laughs> one day one day i'm gonna I don't know. One day I'm going to have to tell him, like, so I've been telling this joke about your name for five years. Um, it'll now be televised. Um, yeah. But until that day. Um, but I think this past month I've been dealing with a lot of, like, waiting for replies, waiting in general, 
getting kind of roadblocks in the middle of like things I've wanted to start at work. So you're feeling frustrated. Yeah. And then at home too, like there's like repairs and stuff happening at my house that are like frustrating and like ongoing. And Mm -hmm. I kind of have to manage those projects too. And like, Tradespeople love you, but like some of you, who, 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 <laughs> cannot manage your schedules or do much of anything. Um, so that's frustrating. So it was a lot of anger this past um, month. I remember a couple sessions ago, Neil Hicks was like, You have a lot of attitude today. I was just <laughs> like, Whatever. I don't even care if I'm sound bratty, but like, whatever. Everyone fucking sucks. Um, I went to like Thanksgiving with my family. Everyone is boring. I thought it was boring. Like that was like that's been my past month. I'm like, yeah, I feel a little bit free to be able to admit those things. Yes, that's I'm, the thing. Is like if you're a person who doesn't express anger a lot yeah. or hasn't figured out really how to do it yet, when you express your anger, it feels really good. Yeah, yeah, and like for me, people get very excited when they see me angry. Um, which is a little frustrating Fuck in its you. own, right? Yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, always, people like make fun of me for like, I'm always smiling. Like they'll turn around and I'm, nothing is happening and I'm just standing there <laughs> smiling like an idiot. But, like, I'm a pretty upbeat and mm-hmm. cheerful person. So people get, are like, ooh, yeah, when they see me get that angry. Sucks. Which <laughs> does suck a little bit, but I understand it. I had like a very cathartic, uh, expression of anger recently-ish, maybe like a month ago, something mm-hmm. like that. And it felt really good. Oh God, it feels great sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did mushrooms with, uh-huh. for the first time. Wow. Yeah, and most of it was very fun and just like laughing and, then you and stuff angry. like that. And then, no, but it wasn't in a, like it, it, it wasn't a negative thing. It wasn't like I, it didn't feel good. It was just, I started venting about a thing and then I started like expressing my like anger and, and frustration yeah. about the stuff and just kind of ranted for a little bit. And it felt so good. Yeah. So good. I, I would like to be able to do that a little bit uh, without the use of psychedelics as well. <laughs> but it, yeah. was a nice, it was a nice clarity point. Wow. Where I was able to see like, oh, wow, this is a lot that I've been holding on to mm. and not letting out. And it was like anger about things that happen like every day in my life. Yeah, they say anger leads to action. That's kind of the, because mm-hmm. every emotion has like a positive thing and a negative thing, even like severe sadness, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing with anger is that it sparks action. So yeah. when you kind of tap into that, as I kind of have, it's been like a bit hectic. It's really nice. I Do think- you find, or would you say that you're like a people pleaser or not? This is so funny. Yeah, I I mean, I am. Um, But then there's also this, like, rebellious streak in me that, um, I don't know, it comes out at different times where I just, like, kind of want to piss people off. (laughs) Like, when I was at that hunting lodge, I was Mm -hmm. just like, "Mm, fuck y'all. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to make everyone really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and, like, mention that women can't be here. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, oh, women don't really want to join anyway. I'm like, that's not the point, actually. That's (laughs) the principle. Um, You know, I'm so there's that side of me that like actually doesn't want to please those people. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because even when I'm doing it, like my ears get hot and there's kind of a part of me that's like, stop, stop. But then I'm like, I can't control myself. I've become this Mm -hmm. like weird teenage like brat. (laughs) I really get bratty when I'm angry. Like I Mm -hmm. have like tantrums and like do things that people are like, maybe you want to think about that, like, classic kind of anger kind of thing. There are qualities in myself that I see in my current expression of anger that I don't like and would like to change. Mm. Working on healthy anger, I think, is going to be, like, a big focus for me for the next year. I think it would be a, a good, healthy next step. But when I'm in conflict, I get... Uh, I'm not proud of this. I get, like, really condescending, I, oh, talk to pe- I talk to people like they're children. Yeah. And uh, no one likes that. People do not like being talked to <sighs> like the their thing, children. Though. People it are is not idiots. effective. It's people not are an effective so communication dumb. style. I'm like, no. Even if they are dumb. I'm like, stop. Do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're so dumb sometimes. I know, but you won't you won't have a successful are interaction sure? with someone, even a, <laughs> even a stupid idiot. <laughs> By I had talking this tweet. to them like they're a stupid idiot. I had this tweet recently. I'm like, I feel like I'm in 
the sixth sense, except everywhere I look, it's people not doing their jobs properly. (laughs) 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 That is my day to fucking day. I'm just like, really? Like, I'm not, like, especially with these trades people I was talking about, I'm like, so your whole job is just installing showers mostly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd say 30% of your job is installing showers. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking down to trades people. Mm-hmm. I'm just stating the facts. If you're a plumber, a big part of that is like installing a shower. Mm-hmm. So when you do it improperly, mm-hmm. you're bad at your job 30% of the time. <laughs> if I had such a, a, a small amount, like such a specific trade in in the world, so specific. Just, sh- I would mm-hmm. make sure I was really good at that one yeah. thing. Yeah, but you're but also a three. But people, so you're don't. like, yeah, you're like, if I install showers, I'm gonna be the best at <laughs> yeah. installing showers. And did you know plumbers don't cut tiles? They're like, oh, I can install the drain, but cutting mm-hmm. tiles, you're gonna have to call a cut tile cutter. I'm like, mm-hmm. so again, you spend a lot of your time in washrooms. You didn't mm-hmm. think of picking up. If this is probably it would be, it would be a good people, complimentary but, skill, right? But this is what I'm talking understand. about. But also, I get why that would be even more frustrating if you're like, okay, so you've chosen to like truly specialize, yeah, uh, in this. It and drives me up the wall, and you are not good at it. Yeah. Speaking uh, of anger, yeah, I just went off. That the rant <laughs> that I had when I was on mushrooms was about a plumber. No way! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating, dude. You Look, know, you, no joke. It was like an hours long rant. <laughs> okay, because you think you're like this, like amazing, like complicated human who's like accomplished thing. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then all it takes is like your toilet's broken, and you're like, mm-hmm. my life is upside down. Yeah. It was you know, the, out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> my interaction with this plumber was very like revelatory for me. Okay. In several ways. It was like a real crystallizing moment of how the world and others see me and then also how I allow others to treat me. Okay, I'm actually terrified for you. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> we like we don't have enough time for me to, <laughs> to express all of my feelings. What is this plumber duty? Okay, so I rent my apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have two roommates, and we were having a, this like a small issue with our with our hot water. Where like we've been living there for a while, and uh, everything's been normal and fine. And then all of a sudden, our hot water was like scalding, steaming. Like we had burns on our hands, hot. Like, and we were like, scalding, maybe steaming, we should let boiling. the landlord know in case there's like something going on with the hot water heater. Yeah, you know, like oh the. The lava pipe got some, right. Know, like fucking... not, it's not like a emergent thing, but yeah. it's like, dude, maybe like maybe you should check this out just so you know. Yeah, this is happening all of a sudden. Scary. Um, so, the plumber came to look at something else in one of the other apartments and was told to also come in and check on our hot water. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and uh, he's like, "What's your name?" Tracy, beautiful name. Beautiful girl, too. <laughs> Come here, sweetheart. Yeah. Great start. Takes me over. I to- love your take on the character, though. Oh like, I'm God. kind of like, oh, he's funny, but I'm sure it wasn't funny. He was funny. not funny. Okay. And uh, so he takes me over to the sink, and he's beautiful like. Name. Beautiful girl, too. Right. It's the 1920s. Yeah. And I'm a plumber. <laughs> Let's oh, take a look at these pipes. That's the other thing. He kept telling me he was a plumber. You're like, got it. Yeah, yeah he, kept, he kept being like, being like, I'm a plumber. So like as a plumber, you know, in all the years I've been a plumber, like he just kept telling me he was a plumber so many times that I was like, I don't believe anymore that you're a plumber. <laughs> yeah. His mustache just like falls off. I don't think you'd have to sell me so hard on this plumbing identity if you were actually a plumber. But he takes me over to the sink and he's like, all right, so over here on the left, we got the cold tap, right? <laughs> and then over here on the right, we got the hot. So it's always going to be the same, you know? Like, <laughs> like hot over here, cold over here, yeah, same like, one yeah, every yeah, same. Yeah, can we um, and it, advance? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, okay, like, with you so far. Um, <laughs> and then he, like, runs the tap, makes me feel the tap, and then runs the other tap and makes me feel the water from that tap, and just, like, explained hot and cold taps to me for like no joke 30 minutes <laughs> and i kept being like where is he going with this and he was going fucking nowhere <laughs> he was going nowhere so with that like, is it fixed and i'm the exact same kind of person too where i'm like 
I'm like, I'm sure. I'm sure this is going to lead to This is going to lead somewhere. I'm like, I'll give him his moment. Yeah, exactly. Right? (laughs) If he wants to give me this life-changing tutorial on sinks, (laughs) I'll let him. And uh, so, like, eventually I had to be like, yeah, um, I know taps. (laughs) Like, could you look at the hot water heater? And he was like, nope. Back to this, hot over here, cold over here, and just kept explaining hot and cold taps. Me, like, was convinced there is no problem with your hot water heater. You are the problem. You don't know the difference between hot and cold taps. And oh, you have called you were- me here because you don't know how to use hot and cold uh, taps, you okay, stupid so he, woman. Okay, so he was convinced that you were just, like, turning the hot tap too much, and it was too hot. Right? Yeah, I guess. Like, But the whole issue you explained was, like, it's hotter than before. Yes, yes. And he just like and refused he he like, to accept this and would not look at my hot water heater. And then he just fucking left without wow. looking at the hot water heater. Yeah, I he can see why you were left. angry. He just this. left. And it, this it was such a loaded thing because I was like, okay, f- first of all, for, we'll start with me, how I let people treat me. Why did I let him leave without looking at the hot water heater? You can't force someone. Why didn't I push harder to make him look at the hot water heater? Right? I mean, what did you say to him, I guess? I don't really blame you. Uh, the the mouthiest thing that I said was, I know taps. <laughs> I've got this part. <laughs> I mean, I think you were pretty clear. Maybe you could have been like, that bitch, capital T, capital B. But, but... I should have been. Like, yeah. I should have been more assertive, and I should have... The next time, I'm not going to let them leave until they deal with the problem that I brought them there to deal with. Uh, so there's an aspect of that. And then there's also the aspect of, like, people continually treat me as if they've mistaken me for a child. Yeah. Wow. And that that is a very, like, ongoing thing. Where yeah. it's like, this plumber is just one in a series of people who act as if they have mistaken me for a child. Yeah. But the funny thing is, even a child would know the difference between hot and cold taps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I have washed my hands before. I mean, but... if it makes you feel better, Tracy, maybe you really made him, like, feel good. Maybe you really gave him a moment to, like, feel like, I'm gonna let this little lady... Oh, my God. And I'm the big dog on campus. I don't know. No, I hate it. I don't want to have given him that moment. (laughs) I wonder how Tracy people see me, because... I have sometimes an icy exterior, so I think they immediately just kind of, like, dive right into it, but then also, like, gay. Mm. <laughs> I'm, like, mean and What's gay. What's your name? Like, what are you gonna Sam? Get? <laughs> pretty yeah. name. Pretty boy, too. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I freaking wish. No. They're like, mostly just, like, they're mostly just, like, are you the one I have to deal with? And I'm, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know. It's a lot. <laughs> My <laughs> we're roommates were not, were not pleased. Yeah. My roommates were not pleased. They were, like... Do they blame you? Well, the, uh, I... Okay, so we have You're like, like you don't understand. So thirty minutes in, <laughs> yep. hot cold, hot cold, so hot cold. We have a we have like a, a chat with me and my two roommates, and uh, we have like very opposite schedules. But uh, I I messaged them after the plumber left, and I was like, guys, remind me to show you the very important things that this plumber taught me, um, like as a joke, thinking like I'll see them tonight, and then I'll show them this hot and cold taps tutorial, and they'll laugh. At how stupid this is that oh, he no, that he thought this, fire. but then I didn't end up seeing them for like days, for days, and then when I finally ran into them, they were like, "So what did the plumber say?" And by that point, it was like not funny anymore for me to be <laughs> no. like, "All he did was explain Uncle Taps to me," and they were like, "But did he look at the hot water heater?" And I was like, "No, he did not. I tried <laughs> a little bit." <laughs> But, I tried a little bit. But I tried a little bit. A little bit. But I was the one who was home. Perhaps if someone else had been home, he would have looked at the hot water heater. But he found me <laughs> to be home and so felt the need to explain hot and cold taps to me for 30 minutes. Yeah. You needed someone with my face there who was like all serious, straight across brows. Like, okay, mister. <laughs> I feel like there's no way if a man had been home. That he would have explained. It's true. Sometimes I taps. forget. I get. I get like male privilege in that way, um, and people do treat me different. I've been working on a project with a co-producer of mine to try to get this documentary up and going, and we've had 
multiple like uh, conference calls with like a couple agents and things like that. And it's funny because we'll both walk away from the phone conversation with like different things. I'm like, well, he was okay. And then he's like, I thought he was really condescending. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess he was. Like, because <laughs> we just see things differently. We have a, and I forget because I'm like, I'm gay, so it's different, but it's not. Mm. <laughs> I'm still a man and yep. men will treat you like equals. Mm-hmm. They, I would not get a hot cold tutorial, I think. No. <laughs> but if you would like one, I know a guy. <laughs> okay. I Wait, I thought you, you won't even tell me. You're like, no, no, straight from the source. <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't possibly with my tiny woman brain. I probably don't even remember all of the important facts that he taught me. Is it fixed now? Did you figure it out? No, sometimes you just no, have to turn no one down. has come back to look at the hot water heater. Okay, this is the this is all this is the most advice I can give you on it. But sometimes <laughs> you, you there's a, is like a max on your hot water heater. Mm-hmm. Mine is like has like a nice digital window I yeah don't know. and that's all we wanted was for him to be just like lower hey it. find a way to lower how do we make this less yeah because you there's a max <laughs> there's a max mine's maxed out because it's like safe they're like you can't go above i think it's 145 fahrenheit or something does oh that make sense gosh. anyway but uh, try to turn it down <laughs> how to <laughs> lift to- cold on the right i'm a plumber huh? <laughs> <laughs> same on every zinc <laughs> oh my god yeah oh boy yeah Yeah. but expressing anger about this plumber feels very good that's good it's funny that it is both about plumbing that's so funny but um you know it's these little things that sometimes do you think that plumbers are not actually intended to plumb that that is not their actual purpose and they are here as um emotional instruments to teach us to get in touch with our anger um (laughs) yes i like that line of thinking though like what Mm -hmm. else is here only to teach us how to manage our anger (sighs) like lines uh, what lines lines cues public transportation um the timing of a mom's call never when you want it (laughs) never when you want it um, <laughs> like they have just this uncanny ability. You're like, I'm out the door. Hey, honey. You're like, ah. <laughs> um, was your family good at anger? Like expressing things when things didn't. This is the funny well? thing. I think I've got both of like column A and column B from my mom and dad who deal with it differently. Mm-hmm. My mom is very me where people where she's like a little more icy and like. I don't think I've ever seen her get angry, angry, but she gets like maybe passive aggressive or just like emotional about mm-hmm. it. Like it's more internal. And my dad is like your classic Italian. Like he looks like Tony Soprano and like he would get angry like that too. Mm-hmm. I've seen him flip the F off, like scary. Yeah. A little bit. Not in danger, scary or anything, but he like really gets himself in a tizzy. Cause, I think it's hard yeah. to find that middle point. Mm hmm. Where, like, you aren't going off the deep end, but you are also aren't internalizing and letting it out in passive-aggressive. Yeah. My anger probably most often is, like, starts really internal and icy, and I'm just kind of, like, people are like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I, like, decide to tell you, I'm like, well, I can't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's the yeah. problem. Is a, like that's what I would like to work on is being able to to vent small amounts of frustration or yeah. just confront things as they happen yeah. so that they don't pile up to the point where it's like a big ass deal by the time I bring it up. Yeah. Cuz also I realize like that's pro- the reason why I do that is probably that I am trying to avoid making the other person uncomfortable. Right. That I don't want to tell them they did something that annoyed me if it only annoyed me a little bit because I don't want to hurt their feelings just for this little thing that doesn't even really matter. Anger feels selfish a lot of the time. But it's not. And the the thing is, is it's so much such a worse thing to do to that other person to let it pile on and then have it be a big ass deal when you bring it up later Mm -hmm. because you didn't give them any chance to correct any of that along the way. Right. And it probably done more damage and uh, like built more resentment uh, in the relationship between you and that person by mm-hmm. not just expressing yourself in the moment. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I feel like even sometimes when I do express anger, especially with my partner, he's like, why? And then mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I don't know why, okay? I took mm-hmm. I took all this strength to tell you I'm angry. And, I, mm-hmm. and then I feel like kind of invalidated. I think we get angry about different things. He's a lot more, um, I think, forgiving and understanding of people. Whereas I'm like, I'm like, this person sucks and you don't see it. And mm-hmm. like, you keep like letting them in and like F that. Mm-hmm. But he is kind of addicted to helping people. Yeah. <laughs> and people really like him for it. Aww, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. My one advice from this podcast is just um, become engaged or in a relationship with someone who is nicer than you because you become <laughs> so nice by proxy. I don't have to do a shit all. It's contagious. Oh, it's great. I'm just there. <laughs> We're like, oh, thank you for inviting me over a gorgeous meal. Your house is so <laughs> clean, like filling up my water glass. It's all right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> but you get half the credit because you're a team. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was a nice person until I met him, and I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of a bitch. That's fine. <laughs> you know. I feel like that would make you a good team, though. Yeah, right? he's the. Surprisingly, he's like hot, and I'm cold to bring it back. To bring mm. it back. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Does he always stand on the left and you always stand on the right? <laughs> no. This is how it's been explained to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we sleep in separate beds, so we don't even have like a who's on what side of the bed. I'm fascinated by that. You sleep in separate beds. Okay. The only other podcast I've ever done, I talked about this for the entire time because they had to come with a piece of relationship advice, and that mm. was mine. Get separate one. bedrooms. I don't want to have my stuff with your stuff. Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to bring our stuff together? I don't like your stuff. Mm-hmm. And then also, I'm hot <laughs> in there with you. I would like my own bed. So that's that's all I'll say on that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And bedrooms have always been like a sanctuary where the outside world can like go on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I can do whatever I want in a bedroom. It doesn't have to follow rules or even like look I don't know. Yeah, it's a private space. Yeah, it doesn't have to like look like appropriate mm-hmm. for me. Like my bedroom is like lilac purple. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like Marie Antoinette. Like it does mm-hmm. not. If you saw me on the street, you'd be like that bearded dude. I, but I'm like, mm-hmm. no, there's no rules in my bedroom. <laughs> I can't do that. If I had to share it with someone else, they'd be like, no, we are gonna get like a normal light fixture from IKEA. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this antique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Um, are you good at asking your partner for help in an emotional sense? Yeah, honestly, when actually you were talking about that, that's one thing I'm kind of okay at. Like, I don't, if something's going on, I tell lots of people about it because I can't really shut up. So, like, if I have, like, a crush on someone, like, I tell a bunch of people about it. If I'm, like, this past month when I was feeling angry, I was just like, brought it up all the time about like these emails that I'm I'm getting like passed around to all these people in this bureaucracy and I can't get mm-hmm. a reply on emails and people very often like I receive the same advice from multiple people and I'm like that's bullshit and then I'm like no they're all right you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing because I'm talking about it a lot um and my partner is really is like one person who I can rely on for like very solid advice I'll call him even in the middle of the day at work for like work advice like, I'll yeah. be like hey what should I say to this and he'll tell me. So we're we're pretty good in that in that sense. So. I love that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we end by me giving the guest a genuine compliment. Oh, oh my! If, there's nothing I love more in this world, really. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm sorry. Wait, let me get comfortable. Okay, I'm ready. Oh my god, you might be the most enthusiastic participant for this compliment party okay, we've when had. People are like, and I'm into it. I can't take compliments. I'm like, shut up. It's Thank the best. you. I lay it on thick, baby. I love good, it. Good. Good. Okay. Okay. Sam. I think that you are one of the most naturally hilarious people that I have maybe ever encountered. Wow. In my life. I don't believe you. That's crazy. This is true. Oh. This you. is true. Um yeah, the the first time that I saw you do stand up, I was like, who <laughs> is he? <laughs> Thank Who you. is he? Thank you. I am so unbelievably excited to see where your comedy career goes because mm. you are this funny now and I can't imagine where you are going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, a genuine compliment for you. Also, you are just such a like like fascinating and unique and spirited infectious person. Oh. Um, that you just you have a very 
captivating energy about you. And mm. then you, in a very three way, know how to manage that energy um, wow. as well. Thank you so much. That, like, because like you are, how do I, how do I phrase this? You are a lot and not too much. Does that make sense? That's a that's a relief. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Thank like, you. Uh, like you are like a like a big and a bold person, mm-hmm. but it is in no way too much or overwhelming. Yeah, I know. Which is to a shut very up, which is fine good. balance. <laughs> Thank you. That is a yeah. That's a really hard uh, yeah. line to straddle, and you do it very well. Thank you so much. You are university beloved in the comedy community. Thank I'm sure you. your podcast listeners know this. Oh, that's Not really nice. one person has even an iota of bad things to say about you. Because that's so you, sweet. Yes, Thank you. No, I've only ever seen, heard amazing things about you, and you are. Um, I know that we talked a lot about how you're sometimes your cheerful face gets you into trouble with plumbers, but it, <laughs> it really, it really is because you're such a positive person and you do, you talked a lot about energy, right? And and your energy is always like bright yellow sunshine. Just thank you. Sam. Yeah. Recharging people's batteries for sure. Oh this my gosh. Great. That's so sweet. Yeah. So it's, it makes sense that you're doing this podcast. It, it really aligns with all of that. Oh, Sam. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, listeners, go be nice to yourself and remember that love is everywhere. Bye. And hot is on the left and uh, cold le- is on and the right. And then there's also the cold. And it, you yep. might confuse them. But so yeah, just don't mix if those you, up. Yeah, so again, if we could just um, recap, the hot is on the... <laughs> great, have a great day. 